Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and a very good evening. Welcome to AIUM TV Pips Chat Show, the last episode of season two. Happy Pips, healthy chat. I am Arisha Zahir. And I am Fakhruddin Hassani. So we are your hosts for tonight. For those currently watching our live, do not forget to give this video a big thumbs up and to subscribe to AIUM TV channel. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for you guys to follow. Oh, by the way, we have like a 100 ringgit giveaway, right, Kudin? So yes. keep it up, uh, follow us for any updates. And do not forget to listen to our podcast on Spotify at IIMTV. Okay, yeah, so I'm for so today... Sad, right, Kudin? Yes. So for today, we want to talk about what, Arisha? It's high, hitchhiking in Malaysia. Hitchhiking, yeah. So yeah. this is not like hiking the mountain, right? No, no, no. <laughs> right, it's okay. only on the road. Oh, okay. So interesting. Yeah. So this is uh, our guys. I would like to introduce our guys, uh, brother Akit. Assalamualaikum. Assalam. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Akit. Hi. Hi. We have like a very amazing okay. guest tonight. Yeah, amazing guest tonight. One of the hitchhiker. Uh, he, uh, he also has a YouTube channel, uh, Akit. Yep. So you can watch uh, after this. Actually, my YouTube channel is not Akit. It's Kudos Kid. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Kudos Kid. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Kudos Kid. Yep. Okay. Uh, so before we start our discussion about uh, hitchhike, can you introduce yourself? Maybe... Uh, our viewer don't know who you are, so mm-hmm. there has to be introduction. Sure, sure. So, um, my name is Akit Irfan Binidwan. You guys can call me Akit. Um, I'm 22 years old. I don't, Akit, like, I know I look kind of old, but I'm 22 years old. I'm still young. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, <laughs> and I'm still studying. I'm studying in University of Malaya. I'm in my um, third year of law school. I see. Uh, okay. So, uh, you started your hitchhiking this year or you've been long? Um, actually, uh, hitch, I mean, this this year, it's my hitchhiking. It's actually my very first time. So, I started hitchhiking this year. But I don't really hitchhike all the way. Like, like let's say I want to go to a shopping mall. I don't hitchhike to the shopping mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But I think, like, uh, some wait. of our viewers... Yeah, I couldn't hear, sorry. Uh, when you talk about your YouTube channel named Kudos Kid, uh, people mm-hmm. call me Kudin. So we have almost similar <laughs> names. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, actually so, the, the reason why I put my name as Kudos Kid, there's actually a meaning behind it. Um, the, separate mm-hmm. word, the separate word of Kudos and also Kid. So Kid represents my name, which is a kid. And Kudos means um, in... in 
it means congratulations, right? In, in some ways. Yeah. So it's actually somewhat a self-appreciation word because whatever that I'm doing right now, I like whatever I'm doing and also um, like whatever success that I've gone through and all that, I always want to congratulate myself whether in hard times mm -hmm. or whether in good times. So the meaning itself actually has a, has a reason for it. Lah. Yeah. So I can see you have a very confident, eh? So you're praising yourself. <laughs> it's good actually, it's good. We bro, need more people with high confidence level. Exactly, bro. Then if if we're not going to compliment ourselves, then who else is going to compliment for us, right? Yes, exactly. Sure. Yes. Well. <laughs> okay, Arisha. All right. All right. So anyway, I think uh, some of our viewers might doesn't know what is hitchhiking. So can mm -hmm. you tell them what is is it actually? Okay. Uh, thank you for the question, Arisha. Hitchhiking is actually like um, basically you trying to um, get the height, uh, get the right, a free ride from someone. So in my case, usually I'll just bring my cardboard and then let's say I want to go to Kuala Lumpur, for example. So I just wrote down there Kuala Lumpur and I'll just raise my board up. And if let's say there's anyone who's also going to the same destination to Kuala Lumpur, and they want to pick me up because since they're going to the same destination, so basically I get a free ride, right? you know, <laughs> so I don't have to pay for hitchhiking. Uh, so is it like carpool a bit? Yes, in some way it is like carpool. Yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. Yeah, it is like carpool. Okay, okay when you talk about the, you, you have a signboard, I uh, think about the scenario with the movie, you know, Yasin used to <laughs> signboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like that, eh? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's somehow it's somehow like that, lah. Basically, it's a signboard. Yeah. So actually, but actually, yeah, it is. Um, but then again, like when I do hitchhiking, especially for my latest project, which you guys are gonna ask me, um, there's there's actually a message what I'm trying to tell the audience, you know, and I feel like the message is more important than the hitchhiking itself, lah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, you say just now uh, you start hitchhiking this year. So yep. what is the exactly month or date that you start, and how is it the progress until now? Mm -hmm. Uh, wait, let me remember. I think I started. I started hitchhike around during my semester break actually. Um, my three months semester break from my second year to my third year. So there's a three month semester break. I think it's around August. If I'm not mistaken, it's 28 August until 29, 30 September. So it's around one month. Lah. I started around oh. one month. So you were hitchhiking for one month. And what exactly, yes. what makes you decide to do hitchhiking? What's and the motivation? Okay, so this is the part where I, okay, like hitchhiking, um, so I did hitchhiking with my friend Mio, Mio Arif. So apparently Mio is not here with us. Okay, so that's just me. Um, so the reason why we wanted to do hitchhiking was that um, it's one of our goals to actually do, one of our goals that we actually want to achieve. And like, I really want to try hitchhiking all, all around Peninsula Malaysia just by hitchhiking without spending any money on transport and all that. Um, and the main reason is actually to seek discomfort you know because when you actually seek discomfort that's when you can actually know that 
your full potentials in yourself, you know? Because sometimes, like, hum- us as humans, we always limit ourselves by these perceptions, mm-hmm. by our self-doubt yes. and all that. And that's why I, I do hitchhiking. And also, I'm inspired by our Malaysian traveller, Khairul Jamain, if you guys know about him. I'm really inspired yeah, by him. I've heard, heard about him. True, true. That's why, like, I feel like if... He, like he's done, he's done hitchhiking in Malaysia and also overseas, especially overseas in the Europeans in foreign countries. So mm. I just wanted to prove myself if Kairu Jamain can do it, why not I can do it? Why not any Malaysians can do it, you know? So yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to, to do hitchhiking. Since you are inspired by Kairu Jamain and you also inspire us, and uh, for our viewer, <laughs> Alhamdulillah. That's true. Okay. Uh, when you say, uh, you, just now you say, uh, you hitchhike for about uh, one month, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so where did you go? Your okay, destination. So, um, so basically, uh, if referring to my latest project, which is Project Peninsula, so basically I hitchhike all around Peninsula, Malaysia because I cannot hitchhike to Sabah Sarawak, okay, basically. <laughs> so I started hitchhiking from, uh, because it was 28 August, and during that time, the government still allow interstate travels, you know, except for Kedah mm-hmm. and Perlis. So I didn't really go to Kedah, Kedah and Perlis because of the lockdown. Um, so I started from... Kuala Lumpur, and then going down to Negeri Sembilan, going down to Seremban, going down to Melaka, Johor, and then going up again. I know it sounds so impossible to go up again to Pahang. So I went to Pahang. Um, wait, let me remember Pahang. And then the side there is Terengganu, Kemaman, Dungun, Terengganu, and then I went to Kelantan, uh, Kota Baru. And then from Kelantan, uh, we, went, I, we went to, uh, sorry, we went to Penang. Okay, you just, you can just imagine, like, when we, that's the thing, that's the thing, and I'm not really even joking, uh, if you guys want proof that I hitchhiked from Kelantan to Penang, you can just go to my, to my Instagram profile, which is AK33D, just go to my Instagram profile, I've laid down all the evidence inside my stories, my highlights, yes, I did hitchhike from Kelantan to Penang, I took around three to four cars, if I'm not mistaken, because like, it's, at the very age of this world and also this state, you know. So, yeah, I hitchhiked from Kelantan to Penang. And then since my friend Mio, um, he lives in Ipoh, which is in Perak. So that's why we decided to make Ipoh as the last destination for our hitchhiking. So from Penang, we um, went to Ipoh. And yeah, so um, those are the states that we went, lah, basically. But we didn't went to Kedah and Perlis because of the lockdown. Well, okay, uh, even though it, like you you were hitchhiking, you say mm-hmm. like it's a free ride. Do you have mm-hmm. like any cause for this project if you don't mind sharing? For the cause of this project, this this ah. is actually not the faculty-based project. Um it is actually my own initiative. The cause is like I meant told you before, is actually more to inspiring people. And actually it's not really like I don't really put emphasis on getting free rides when I hitchhike, but it's more to actually seeking discomfort and more to reaching your full potential in life, okay? Like, let's say you have a goal, okay? And your goal was to actually start up your own YouTube channel, or maybe you want to go go and play ETV, any kind of goals. Uh, maybe you want to learn German language or 
fronts and any any kind of goals, you f- sometimes you feel like it's so difficult to reach that goal, but you really don't know if you can re- full reach your full potential unless and until you have tried it firsthand, you know. And that's the cost of all of this because I put my cost as to seek discomfort because. Like, Kila, I'm, I'm just going to give you an example. Do you guys remember um, when we have this, like, camp motivasi sekolah and all that, right? Yeah. Camp motivasi sekolah, and then you have to roll on the sand under the hot sun and all that, right? And mm. you actually remember until now. If, if Am I, uh, am I uh, right or wrong? Because you actually remember that moment until now. And that's when yeah. you actually... That, that's when you actually feel like that's the bad experience. But in a way... You can actually remember that moment until now. So what I'm trying to say is that try and live your life at the fullest potential that you can. Live a colorful life. Don't live a dull life, okay? Just try and try out things and all that. Despite whatever people say, I mean, I know hitchhiking in Malaysia, especially during COVID, is, it looks uh, impossible. And even my friends also told me, Kit, kau buat kerja gila ke? Want to hitchhike and all that. They, like my friends say, it's stupid and all that. But... Is a risky. That's the thing. When you actually have done it, you, it's really so satisfying and it's really worth it. And that's when you get to a point where you can actually prove to your friends that I can do it. So, and that's when you actually gain respect from that because you give permission when you do hitchhiking, when you reach your goals, you give permission for other people to also achieve their goals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, basically that's, that's the cause of why I started hitchhiking. Okay, uh, what about your preparation and also backup plan? Maybe uh, mm-hmm. at one point you don't have person who want to uh, take you as a passenger. So what is your <laughs> backup plan? <laughs> and same plans, um, I think my, okay, like for plan, for preparations, right? Um, if you guys, if the viewers are interested, you guys can go to my YouTube channel, which is Kuduski. I've um, laid down the tips and tricks of how you want to try and hitchhike in Malaysia. But since this is a live from Pips Chat, so I'm going to give exclusive content, okay? So you guys are really lucky. You guys are in Pips Chat. You get this contact straight from me. You don't have to go to my <laughs> okay? Um, tips and tricks. Um, I think the first thing is about um, preparation. Is about, okay, you, like, okay like, for example, first is the signboard, right? So if you want to make sure that your you yourself are visible, the signboard itself is visible to the people. So you have like first, you have to make sure that the signboard is clear and big. So let's say you want to go to Penang, you put Penang uh, uh, in in capital letters. You put it as big as you can. The second thing, uh, the second preparation is that you also you always have to um how do I say? you always have to see yourself as an advertisement. I mean, that's why I think, lah, okay, as an advertisement. People, I mean, if you yourself, would you want to hitchhike someone who is friendly or someone who is who looks like a creepy person, right? It makes sense. So that's mm-hmm. why, like, when I try and hitchhike, I will just um, raise up my cardboard and then I'll just smile as well as I can. I'll just smile. And, um, I mean, fingers crossed, you know, I just pray that someone will actually... Um, try and give us uh, give us a right. Um, there are inst- there are instances where we had to wait around a maximum of two hours, if I'm not mistaken. It was actually in in 
Penang, Penang to Ipoh. We had to wait around two hours because it was raining. It was raining heavily. No one, um, no one wanted to give us a ride. And you know, we tried our very best because I, I didn't, I didn't give up because I really wanted to prove that I can hitchhike, even though no matter what the circumstances is. And that's the thing, you know. Even though you feel like it's really impossible, it's raining heavily. No one wants to give you a ride. It's midnight already. I think it's around nine, nine to ten p.m. Um, apparently. Oh. There's actually a couple from uh, Penang who wanted to go to Perak. And yeah, I think the really, I, I think the important value is to never give up and to always, always have patience in whatever that you are doing. Yeah. That's the beauty, the beauty of traveling or hitchhiking, right? True, true. Mm. You know what? I used to left bypass in R&R. After this, if I left... <laughs> I want to do what you do. <laughs> yes, true. Because you should, you should. You should, you should. Exactly. Maybe after this, you have to always bring your cupboard with you. The cupboard and the marker, <laughs> right? I mean, so you, I can, you, can I just, you can just just steal any other cupboards from, from the shops and all that. You know, they always have cupboards <laughs> lying around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I think I want to take one of the questions from our viewers because I yep. found it very, very like, interesting. Mm -hmm. You say like you have to look friendly for them to give you a right. But what if you, do, I do, you can use like, can you choose the right? I mean like this question mm -hmm. asks, aren't you scared of getting on strangers' cars to go to places? And one more is, don't you think mm -hmm. it's a bit dangerous to travel with strangers? Ah, uh, that's a really interesting part, you know, in all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it interesting to be in dangerous situations? Oh um, my okay. god. To answer that, there's actually a moment where, there was actually a dangerous moment, this way also you can look up my Instagram stories. Um, When we were in, when me and Mio were in, uh, what is the place called? Rantau Panjang, yeah, Rantau Panjang. So, Rantau Panjang, behind Rantau Panjang is the borderlines of Thailand, you know. And then it was four o'clock. Yeah. So when we reached Ranta Panjang, there was no one. The streets were closed. Um, there was there was no one, absolutely no one in Ranta Panjang. And there, there's actually a moment when, okay, like me and Mia, we were walking to this one uncle's house, okay? And we wanted to change our signboards to to write there Greek, G-R-I-K, Greek, because we wanted to go to Penang. So, um, so when... Uh, so yeah, when we went to the uncle's house and then the uncle greeted us and all that, and he we we, we talk a bit, uh, me and Mo we talk a bit with the with the Pachi and all that, and when we mentioned that we wanted to hitchhike to Penang, he told us that Ranta Panjang is actually a really scary and dangerous place, especially during the night because there were not many lights, there were only one or two lights, and in front of his house there were only two lights, two street lights, the rest are history, the rest are all all pitch black. I'm not kidding. So, um, yeah, after we have, we had some dinner with the, with the pakcik and yeah, that's nothing. He said, he get free food. So we got free food for the pakcik and all that. He treated us nasi krabu. Um, and then it was around 9 to 10 p.m. And because of the, because our time restraint, we really wanted to go um, to Penang. So we wanted to straight just go to Penang without wasting another day. And... Um, we tried hitchhiking, we tried and uh, stand by the roadside and just raise our cupboards and all that. And then uh, eventually there was, uh, there was 
two there was there were two motor motorbikes coming from opposite sides and they were approaching us you know so i don't know if the motorbikes like the people are local peoples i don't if they are from thailand i don't know and they tried and ask us like where are you going nak pergi mana tu or uh, then we jawab lah like uh, nak pergi hitchhike nak pergi hitchhike ke pining and then uh, they told me oh tak apalah nanti nanti saya panggil kawan-kawan saya untuk datang dia tengah naik kereta ni datang at that very moment you know how scared i was you and you were scared but that's the thing especially in this kind of situation you always have to remember to not never trust strangers and you always have to okay and that's the thing me and mio we prepared ourselves with a pen knife you know what's a pen knife or not you have a pen knife okay a small knife that like you go yeah, to camping is it Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I was my pen knife was in my pocket already. Though I was, I was so ready. Mio was in front. I was like around five meters behind. I, I, I told Mio, Mio, Papa tengkuk dulu. See this. I cakap apa? Papa tengkuk dulu. That's the first rule I cakap Mio. <laughs> And I was so ready. Whatever happened, because because this is the thing. There's a case. Dangkuk, the Dangkuk told us there was a case in Kemaman. Uh, masa tu, um, there's this one student from. Uh, this, there is, there's this one student who wanted to go to Kemaman and he always slept inside the bus. Okay, so he missed his stop and eventually um, the last stop was in Rata Panjang. And what happened to that person was that he got, he actually got approached by the locals and got robbed. All the credit cards, all the phones, all everything got robbed. Everything. Oh so that's why I said. <laughs> and during that time, it was really scary. And uh, like I said, we were so ready for an if anything is going to happen but me and Mio we um, consistently refuse their offer we try and sit down ha tak apa bang it's okay nanti uh, pakcik depan tu dah offer nak tidur and all that and because they were trying so hard to convince us to persuade us to follow them again and again and again it got so draining and all that um, but then finally they I think they already like give up and that's when they said ah oh, tak apalah kalau Uh, kita pergi dulu tapi kalau kau nak makan ada kedai depan tu but that's the thing at 4pm just now rantau panjang was close all the shops close <laughs> macam mana ada kedai depan tu <laughs> so yeah, exactly. um, so when the two strangers they left and then that's when the pakcik came out we can see the silhouette from a very like from a far distance you can see the silhouette of him and then he um, called us out and then we went to him and then uh, he asked he asked us uh, what did the strangers ask us and all that And because the situation was too dangerous, and that's when um, we the uncle offered to sleep over his house. So yeah, um, we slept over his house, and we started again hitchhiking um, tomorrow morning. So yeah, dangerous. Uh, in regards to your <laughs> to your question, it is dangerous. It is it is scary lah. But that's the thing. Another thing, like you learn from hitchhiking is to always get in control of your emotions and also your actions. Very, really important thing. Um, when you get in control of your actions and emotions, that's when you can control everything. Mm-hmm. So don't let yourself be persuaded by the strangers. Lah. It is dangerous. I mean, everything is dangerous, right? You can just sit at home and the, the ceiling fan just fall on you. That, that can happen. No, Anything can happen in life. But um, the message is how can you actually overcome with that kind of situation? Yeah. Okay, a uh, few viewers uh, ask us, uh, ask you about how about your parents' reaction when you do this hitchhike? <laughs> did they, uh, did they uh, accept 
just like that or they oppose you at the first <laughs> it's very for interesting me, you know understand, understand. for me his dad actually laugh at him <laughs> Because when Mio told his dad he wanted to go hitchhiking, his dad laughed at him, you know. That's for Mio. But from my part, I think um, growing up, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I, grew, I grew, up, grew up with my mom. And uh, my mom knows that I'm an independent person. So when mm-hmm. I uh, proposed to her about this hitchhiking idea, she was really okay with it. Lah, as long as I can take care of myself. But... Um, yes. I mean, it depends on every person. Lah. Like for my situation, my I was always an independent person, and my my mother, my mom actually trusts me. So I think in terms of um, in terms of parental concerns, I think they were okay with it. Yeah. So it's good, lah. Your mom uh, trusts you because I think many yeah. of us, maybe uh-huh. our parents be opposed. Yeah, because yeah, especially girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And then, I think for girls, it's better for you to go on two or three people. Like, if you really want to do it, go to two and three people. And as a backup plan, you must always, um, how do I say, must always um, give updates about your whereabouts to your friends and all that so they can track you and all that. Um, I don't know. I don't, don't really know how to say. I, I can't really say like girls cannot go hitchhike. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. You should do whatever you want. It's a colorful life. Make it colorful. But always make, sure have, yeah, always make sure you have preparations. Yeah. You bring a knife, girl. you bring a what, pepper spray, anything pepper spray. that you bring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like you said maybe before, uh, dangerous can happen like... anywhere. Sorry, could you? Yeah, maybe they cannot uh, do a uh, for girls. They cannot do hitchhike during night. Like you just now yes, you say yes, yeah they j- yeah. only did during a day so it's more safe safer. i agree true true for girls i don't con- I, I i don't uh recommend to do it check at night lah. make sure it's always in, in the light is that true mm. so you talk already about the scary part uh, during your hitchhiking yeah. now um you want to know the happiest like the one that's very memorable for you Tell us. The happiest and most memorable. Sweet yeah. memory. I think the happiest moment is I finally proved to myself that I actually, I like, I successfully hitchhiked all around Peninsula Asia. I think that's the most happiest moment. Just to be, be able to prove to myself that I can do it. I can do this in whatever circumstances, even if it's hard. I can do this. I can prove to my friends. I can prove to myself that anything is possible if you have the heart for it. If you have um, the effort to really achieve it, yeah. Yeah. Like I want to say, like kudos, Akit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You see, that's how it yeah. works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like complimenting you already. After this. Can continue hitchhike to Kedah and Perlis. Yes, true, true. Because I've never been to Kedah Perlis. Actually, I've never been to a lot of states. I mean, before hitchhike, I've never been to Penang. I've never been to Perak. I've been to Kelantan and Terengganu, but I've never been to Pahang. So that's why, like, mm-hmm. when I hitchhike, I can actually go to those states that I've never been before. Yeah, and yeah, definitely when everything of this settles down, I, I definitely gonna try and teach I to get down police. 
And if because okay. like my when you come first, to come, you can take me. Eh, <laughs> nice. Well, well, can can. Shows proof. Yeah, for sure, I, yeah, I give you a good uh, service. Hey, that's you. Good service. Okay. So in Ishai, despite of all of the challenge, we might say that there is a point when you being uh, demotivated. So can you share us about that? Definitely, definitely. Um, I think the point where I feel demotivated was when I really started hitchhiking. When I really start hitchhiking from KL, because the thing is, when you want to hitchhike, you have to hitchhike in places which is not crowded, that has. Um, less cars, okay. Especially in KL, especially I'm living in the urban area. There's a lot of cars coming by here and there. There's little space for the cars to actually stop by, by the by the roadside. So that's that was the most demotivating thing, I guess. But from Kuala Lumpur to Seremban, we 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 tried and hitchhike for how do I say? Um, it it was. How do I say this? It's, it it was really dangerous uh, to try and hitchhike in Kuala Lumpur itself because, and let's say like we really want to try and hitchhike from KL to Seremban, we have to walk a really long way, like really long way. So that's when I told Mew, I think the best possible um, way is to actually just um, take a how do I say KTM to Seremban and started hitchhiking from Seremban. Yeah, because it was so hard. I mean. Um, yeah, the, I think the demotivating part is when you're actually trying to start and do hitchhike. You know, when this thing is actually new, and when you don't really have, um, how they say, the brave and confidence to do it. Yeah. So uh, it's like, um, it's not going to begin if you did not begin it, right? Yep. True. All right. Yeah. So. After you're done with your one month hitchhiking, so what are the benefits that you think you get from it? Mm-hmm. Benefits? Oh, I think there's. I think one of the most um, how do I say, worthy. I think yeah, one of the benefits I got was that I can. It 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 feels like you actually open up to a whole new world, you know, where everything is just possible. So that's why I feel. When I did all of this, when I hitchhiked around Peninsula Malaysia, I feel like everything is just possible if you really have the heart, the time, and effort to really invest in it. So the benefits is, I mean, yeah, if you want to talk about free food, definitely I got free food. Okay, nasi kanda ketapang, nasi kanda, all the free food I got, nasi kerabu, I got free transport. But I'm not going to emphasize all that because the main the main emphasis is actually your own self that. Um, I know that if let's, let's say I want to try out a new goal, I can actually do it. You know, if I've done this, why can't I do this? Because I'm also human. Like, if you see all the great people outside there, Kari Jamain, um, all the travelers outside there, not not just in the scope of travelers, but also in other kind of scopes. Like, they are still just ordinary people, but why can can they actually do it? Why can't they actually achieve it? Because they actually have confidence and they put their time and investment and they just have a leap of faith, you know. Sometimes they just have to trust the process. And 
yeah, I think that's the most um, beneficial outcome that I got from hitchhiking. Mm. Okay, so from our viewer, oh, ask Kudin to give a tour. <laughs> okay, yeah, yes, I can. if you come to Kedah, I will uh, make a tour. So okay, around okay. Kedah. This one, this one I'm going to claim. Uh, <laughs> when I come to Kedah, <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm going to claim this. <laughs> I'm gonna record uh, this. <laughs> okay, so continue to our apa? Our question, uh, Haifa Fazana ask you, are you continuing to another destination? Yes, maybe uh, after COVID to another country mm -hmm. or Sabah Sarawak. How? What is your plan after this? I mean, I definitely cannot hitchhike to Sabah Sarawak. You want me what to hitchhike the kapal? Is it? Uh, I'm going to Sabah. <laughs> I mean, definitely not Sabah. So, but I would, I mean, okay, here's the beauty about hitchhiking. And when you actually, like, prove to people that you can actually do, the outcome from what I hitchhike and then I consistently post on IG, on YouTube to record my progress and all that, my friends from Sabah and Sarawak, they actually offered me to stay over their place. That's the cool thing about this. And that, that's, that's why I said, you open up a new door of possibilities when your friends actually see how fun it is how um intrigued you are in hitchhiking and yeah i mean if let's say i want to hitchhike in sabah Sarawak, i already have a place to stay you know yeah That's the thing. Um, cool. in terms of another destination when this thing everything settles down definitely i'm going to try and hitchhike to kedai and police i'm going to claim whatever wooden is going to be today i'm going to claim thank you wooden um, <laughs> And me and you, we decided to hitchhike to Thailand. So starting from Thailand, we're going to try and hitchhike. Um, going up, basically. Yeah. Going to the north, is it? Yeah, going to the north. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I miss Thailand. <laughs> because uh, I've never been to Thailand yeah, before. Yeah, Richard, maybe you... I mean, I've never been to Thailand before. And I've heard there's... Thailand is actually a nice place to visit. So, I mean, that's why <laughs> you want to yeah. try and hitchhike. Thailand. Nice yeah. place. Yes. Okay. So. Okay, Arisha, maybe one last question before our close. Yes, sure, sure. So, um, you started, you just started. So, what is your advice to people out there that may be very interested to try hitchhiking in the future? Mm -hmm. My advice, uh, my advice first, okay, my advice is Go to my YouTube channel and watch the video. Watch, okay? Do research first. That's my first tip. Do all the research about hitchhiking. Second, always research about the weather, okay? This is really important because we, when you want to hitchhike, you have to see the overall weather of the day, okay? Um, really important. Um, and third, I think the third one is to... Yeah, third one is to don't have many clothes, okay? Just bring minimal clothing. For me, I only bring around three sets of clothes and that's it because I don't want to have a lot of baggage and all that, okay? Um, and another thing is that I actually wanted to vlog the whole hitchhiking experience like um, according to this. So I'm going to make a vlog per day. And I actually, I know this is sound going to sound crazy. I bring my laptop inside my bag. I know it's crazy. And end up, I didn't even... <laughs> I didn't even edit the vlogs because I was so tired from the trip and all that. I was so tired. So at the end of every day, 
whenever I I reach a destination and whenever I want to sleep, I won't do my vlogs at all. So yeah, that's it, guys. I bring my laptop during hitchhiking, okay? And I didn't do the editing pun. Um, so yeah, that's my third tip. And the final tip is actually to have lots of patience. Um, let have lots of patience. Be brave. Have a leap of faith. Just trust in the process. Just trust yourself that you can actually do this. I know the first time will be so hard. You you feel like um you be so nervous to even try and do the first ride. But trust me, when you've done the first hitchhiking ride, oh, the satisfaction. It feels like you can hitchhike any place. You can go serious. I'm not joking. That's the satisfaction I've got when I hitchhike myself from Sremban to Melaka. I feel like, oh, now I can hitchhike all, all, way, all the way. That's the thing. I, I feel like the first step is really important when it comes to in everything, you know, in everything in your life. The first step is always important. Yeah. Can I add one more? I think uh, the most very important thing for you to bring is the knife. You said, oh, the knife and then the paper spray. <laughs> because mm -hmm. the story you told us very scary. <laughs> yeah, okay. Addition to the tip. Yeah, bring a knife. Bring, bring, bring your self-defense kit, like, basically. Bring a knife. Make sure you prepare everything. And I do encourage you guys to actually learn some martial arts a bit. I mean, you don't have to go for classes. I just learn how to defend yourself. Yeah. Okay. All right. So those are very great tips you shared just now. Yeah. But time is very envy of us. Right, Kudin? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, maybe any last word uh, for... Uh, for, from a kid to all uh, to all of viewers and also maybe you can promote your social media your youtube channel <laughs> and yeah two minutes okay. two minutes last word okay so my last word is um my last word is okay you guys can just uh i have an instagram you guys, you guys can follow my instagram if you are interested because i have a lot of good things over there um i mean some of the posts in my instagram are somehow um, how do I say, emotional to me. I make like micro blog posts in Instagram. So you can go, go ahead and follow my Instagram. It's Akit, A-K-3. Yeah, I already follow. <laughs> oh. Yep. And, oh. okay. Uh, okay, so follow my YouTube channel, everyone. Um, <clears throat> my last words. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much to Peeps Chat for inviting me to this talk. Thank you, my, thank you so much, audience, for giving questions. I don't know, I don't even know my story is interesting or not. But my last words would be: whatever that you have in your life, whatever goals that you have, um, if you like, how do I say? Just go for it, you know. Just, just go and give it a try. Just achieve whatever that you want to achieve, despite whatever people is going to say, despite. People's perception, despite the limitations and all that, you should just go, you know, just go and try and do it. Because I, I feel like humans would only reach their full potential until they actually do it. Yeah. And live a beautiful life. Live a colorful life, guys. Just live a colorful life. You know, don't live a dull life. Okay. Live an interesting life and not a boring life. Okay. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Okay. I really so thank you quotes from thank you Akit. So much. Thank you so thank much, you so Akit, much. for being here. Yeah. Uh, 
as reminder to all of you, if you, you would like to join our IUMTV giveaway, you can visit our social media for more info. Okay. So, Arisha, can you hear me? Because my line is... Yes. Yes, okay, I can so hear you. At the end of our show, uh, thank you, Akit, again. And from me, myself, Fakhruddin, and Arisha, uh, we would like to make... Um, uh, appreciation uh, appreciation speech to all of our viewers and also our crew, our backbencher of this show. So, before Pipset uh, draw his curtain, we would like to thank to our loyal audience, which has since uh, the first episode uh, from the recording in the studio to the live broadcast from home. So, this year, 2020 is full of bitter, sweet and sorrow. Thanks to also the, to the crew, producer, PR, content, editors and others. Um, Lokman, Atira, Amira, Farah, Nabe, Daniel, Khadija and others also thank to all of you. And me, myself, Fakhruddin, I would like to apologize. And me and Arisha would like to apologize if there is any anything wrong with our show. And this is the last episode of Pips Chat Show for this uh, year. And also last episode for me as I will be graduated soon. After uh, in 2021, so thank you, thank you, TV, for giving uh, me opportunity two years from a uh, sports space 2019 and uh, pitch chat 2020. It's been such a memorable moment to be a host and also give me such many experience. Maybe I continue with uh, being a host although my degree is in history. So, these two years is Mission. too much. Uh, go for it. Go for it. Go, go, go. I have peluang. Dapat peluang, kita go. Okay, so all of the critics, uh, harsh comments or compliment from all of you is uh, really appreciated. Inshallah. So till we meet again, I thank you to also the last year crew like Fatin who watched this. Uh, also Fatin Shara, my my previous producer. Okay, that's all from me, uh, Arisha. So you can conclude. Uh, okay. Anything? So who uh, didn't already say all the things I want to say, all the appreciation. I also want to thank him. Kudin as my partner for like two seasons already. This is my first uh, hosting show and thank you Kudin very much for all the knowledge you you share with me and all. So we also want to wish all the best to everyone for the assignments, quizzes, tests, final exams and final year project overall in all studies. All right. Uh, I know it's, uh, it's at the time that you are so busy and all. So I think. And I also want to wish a happy new year. May Allah bring us year 2021 a blessings, happiness, a good health. I mean, I mean, you're about, I mean, and yeah, I just want to remind you guys to, to do not forget to give uh, this video a like and to subscribe to IUM TV channel and to follow us on social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and also to listen to our podcast at IIM TV. Yes, guys. Go that and is all from me. Go and follow people. Yeah. They, they have good content over there. Go and follow. Go share it to your friends. Follow Kudos Kid as well. 
That's all from us. Thank you very much. Yes, Happy New Year. That's all from us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Assalamualaikum. Best Ramadan for me. Alhamdulillah. Finding your confidence with the great. Uh, one of the orang tak tahu pasal sampah yang ada di landfill-landfill. Satu tarikh yang diterima oleh uh, umat Islam. Ini Tapi hati ni dia macam main lagu ganas-ganas. Oh, oh, tapi kan, you know, contoh-contoh wanita yang yeah. berjaya. Yes. Yeah.